So the firms make money, the investors make money, and the banks make money. The company that is bought sometimes makes money. That's the catch right there. The thing is, the private equity investors make a profit no matter what happens to the company. And sometimes it's actually at the expense of the company they bought with the stated intention to save in the first place. They may sacrifice the company for their own profit. Hi, welcome to The Shrinks on Third, our psychology and social justice podcast. I'm psychologist Julie Mayer. Hey, come on in. I'm psychologist Cindy Ariel. Have you noticed, Cindy, that private equity firms have been in the news a lot lately? Yes, I have, Julie. But the truth is, I really don't understand a lot of that stuff. Me either. But it's important. And that's why we're taking a look at it. We should have some understanding of the things we hear about all the time that actually impact us, usually negatively, and we don't even know it. Exactly. It's true. A lot of the things we use every day are from companies that are backed by what are known as private equity. So private equity is a kind of financing where money or other financial assets like stocks or bonds are raised from limited partners which are usually institutional investors like pension funds or governments, endowments, and also very rich people. Very. Limited partners have to meet certain requirements to participate in forming a fund to invest in private companies. Once the needed amount of capital is raised, the fund is closed, and money and capital is invested in a private company with the goal of increasing that company's value and making a profit when they sell it. The key thing to keep in mind here is that the goal is to make a profit as big as possible when they sell the company. And here we are. There are a few kinds of private equity, but we don't want it to be any more complicated than necessary. So we're focusing on the kind of issues we've been hearing the most about, which mainly has to do with these buyouts. Right. This is where they buy companies that show potential and they try to make changes to help them grow and work better. Then they sell them usually within five years and they usually make a profit which gets shared with the investors. An important detail is that private equity firms buy companies by giving them no more than 30 to 40% of the money in cash and the rest in loans. So basically the companies they buy start the process with a lot of debt. They're hopeful that the investors of the private equity firm helping them out, in air quotes, will turn their business around and make it more profitable for them. They're counting on the private equity firm to help them to succeed. And big banks love it. They make tons of money from fees on the loans the private equity firms take out to finance takeovers. Private equity firms have generated over a trillion dollars in new debt. The global value of private equity buyouts is in the billions. 
So the firms make money, the investors make money, and the banks make money. The company that is bought sometimes makes money. That's the catch right there. The thing is, the private equity investors make a profit no matter what happens to the company. And sometimes it's actually at the expense of the company they bought with the stated intention to save in the first place. They may sacrifice the company for their own profit. Yeah. The long-term success of the company or the future of its employees aren't the main concern. They're often just collateral damage along with the company's assets, its factories, its stores, equipment, and anything else involved. The new owners, the private equity firm, don't always have much interest in even learning about the company, and sometimes they buy a business they don't even know much about. They buy to sell. So they use their cookie cutter model to make money. And it seems to work out for the company they buy some of the time. That's the catch. Some of the time. And it is not fun to work in a company that is under constant pressure to perform higher and better so that it can be sold as soon as possible to the highest bidder. I'm sure a lot of the people that work in these companies feel pretty helpless, actually. And a lot of the time, it doesn't work out for the company, even if everyone does put out their best efforts. Just like a lot of loans offered to us as average consumers, you typically have to pay the interest first and then the principal. So whoever lends the money gets their profit first, and then you pay what you owe on the principal. So then you finally own whatever you purchased. Long time later, private equity firms do the same thing. Exactly. They take their cut of profits and investments first, even while a company is struggling to make ends meet to pay the high interest payments and potentially even going bankrupt. The private equity firms usually get their money back and more. They also make sure to get those big dividends the investors are expecting. Whatever happens to the company, the private equity makes money. Of course, the private equity firms say they're a superior business model, that they take over companies to help them, to make them more profitable, which creates more jobs, not to bankrupt them. They do sometimes admit that there are bad people within the system, but they still believe generally in what they're doing. Well, that's their story and they're sticking with it. If you make enough money, you stick with whatever story. Exactly. Because meanwhile... About half the major takeovers by private equity firms have resulted in bankruptcies, which doesn't sound like such a superior business model. No, it does not. But to be fair, it's possible that private equity firms aren't trying to lead companies to bankruptcy. There are a lot of companies that would not be able to even hope to improve business without the level of capital that they can get from private equity. The stated goal of private equity firms is for the companies they buy to grow fast enough to be able to handle the loan debts and start making profits over time. Yet, there's a fairly long list of well-known companies who've been overwhelmed with debt that they couldn't keep up with and ended up closing hundreds of stores and laying off thousands of employees. In various ways, this is what happened to companies like Hertz Rent-A-Car, Warner Music, Toys R Us, KB Toys, Payless Shoes, Sears, Radio Shack. There's even been some fighting over Taylor Swift's music. Wow. 
It's true. And it's not just in retail stores or even Taylor Swift's music. The rights of her first six albums were sold to a private equity firm. In fact, the major U.S. companies now owned by private equity firms are surprising and a really big concern. And a lot of them could go under because of the debt that they now have. One of the industries private equity firms have been after include medical practices and hospitals. Your surprise medical bills can be the way the private equity owners of the medical facility you went to are working to increase income for them. Right. And locally near where I live, an entire hospital system is at risk and has shut down necessary services to people in desperate need and has probably because of that led to severe illness and death just because of the lack of services, sudden lack of services. And all of this is because private equity has drained the money out of this hospital system. Wow. Some say private equity wealth and ownership is out of control with them owning over 16,000 companies employing millions of workers. And that was in 2020. We don't have a list of them, but plenty of people we probably know in District of Columbia and around the country have some stake in private equity. It's one of the ways private equity firms are able to keep away from problems with the government. It's also how the share of profits private equity managers earn gets some unfair tax advantages with rates that favor the wealthy. A lot of the changes that would increase taxes on private equity have been blocked. It's true. Elizabeth Warren and other members of Congress have been calling out private equity for a number of reasons. There have been a lot of changes proposed to the way private equity works, but, you know, not much has changed. Not a big surprise. A lot of public companies also find ways to get around taxes, but they have more legal and regulatory restrictions that aren't the same for private equity. Some of the U.S. tax laws have been changed and a loophole or two that was benefiting private equity firms have been closed. But there are still some pretty nice tax benefits and unfair advantages for private equity firms that Congress has yet to deal with if they ever do. For one thing, private equity funds are usually what are called pass-through entities, which lets them pass their entire tax obligation on to their investors. Right. One of the problems with capitalism, and there are many, is that money and capital become more important than people. Let that sink in. We're not advocating for an insurrection, but we've talked before about how we feel about the perils of American capitalism. There's a long way to go in making the systemic changes needed to balance out our economic system, and some are seen as too radical, idealistic, or unattainable. So for starters, since we do all live in a capitalist society, you can start by looking at reclaimtheamericandream.org, where you can find various organizations advocating, as the website states, this is quoted, for new laws, new corporate management philosophies, wider employee ownership, and other methods of reducing economic inequality in America, and for sharing the fruits of the nation's growth and prosperity more widely. Wow, that sounds like a great goal. We need to regulate private equity before it makes the American dream completely bankrupt. Thanks for joining us. You can find us at shrinksonthird.com and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Shrinks on Third. Till next time.
Take care.